on the bench, it's time to talk all things rugby league. Six days and counting to the start of the 2021 NRL season. We here on the bench are extremely keen for it. With uh, Mirzi is is so elated that it's just around the corner that he can finally put his past relationship with cricket behind him for another year and and, and settle down. I need, I need a permanent relationship. He needs a permanent relationship. Probably not with the sport, but uh, <laughs> rugby league will fill that gap. Well, for isn't him. that isn't that question what we're doing with the Instagram? Question, Your Honour. With the with the rugby league, are we going to be doing another tipping competition where no. we'll keep it up to date? No. Uh, look, I think like, if, if, if you if you, you know run it, Shane, if you want then to run yes. it, then sure. <laughs> but because I know we did the EPL one, but the only problem I, I won the EPL one. No, that's uh, that was shared. No, 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 I don't know. No, I won it. That no. was that Caruso, is that is association football. I don't care about it. That's not what we're talking Caruso about. Caruso is rugby is league. Poor at counting, first of all. Um, but no, I, Shane, I, I I wouldn't be too. Uh, against the idea, but I just have a, a thing with it being that not everyone seems to come to the studio these days. It's just us three. Um, you know, we, 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 it was different. Set up a, a, a well, then, okay, well, then, well, then, well, then for us three, then, we'll, we'll, since we're the predominant ones here on a Friday night. If you can set up a footy tips account, I'll do it. There you go. There's the mission for you, Shane. As acting yes, that's a, head of that, sport. That's a boring iPhone. Why would I want to... I'm, I mean, the, the, app, app, the, app, the, app, the app, not the actual phone. Oh, do, you want my, do you want my Samsung other phone that I'd hate? No, thank you. I'll stick with my, <laughs> I'll stick with my <laughs> S, S21 Ultra, thanks. I mean, oh, I, there you go. Yeah. Mr. Fancy Pants. Did you get that with your promotion as acting head of sport? No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you really say... Two well, I think acting better? head of sport deserves to at least be in charge of the tipping comp. Oh, I think so, too. I yeah. think so. So we'll, we'll we'll get the invites to the uh, Footy Tips account when we, we get home. We want I'm sure. to uh, um, talk a little bit about uh, the NRL. We're not bringing you a big Splinters podcast uh, this year because, uh, as mentioned on many shows, a lot of people do that anyway. But we still want to uh, run the rule over the teams um, heading into the season with the matches starting on Thursday next week. I'm very excited. I actually have my tickets. Uh, for the first game down in Canberra to go watch the West Tigers play at GIO Stadium, so I'm keen to get down yeah, there. There's a loss. Um, I don't <laughs> think so, Shane, if you uh, look at the pre-season results. So, um, yeah, you played Manly. Yeah, but Canberra haven't won a game as well. So, <laughs> yeah, but they played, they played the Roosters and Norse. <laughs> exactly, the point. They played Norse and they lost. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to the season starting. We're going to go through the teams. Uh, let's start off uh, on the Thursday night game, shall we? Which is uh, let's go through the fixtures and then just go. Oh, through we are, the teams oh we're way. doing that or way. Have you got the ladder for you? I, I've got I've got the teams in order with oh, the ins and outs. Let's do that then. That's, That's much better. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm on the ball well, here. Well, this is why you should be the acting head of sport. <laughs> why does everyone keep saying this? <laughs> he is the interim head of no, sport. No, I'm not. The no, I'm only, not. You're in charge. Only until Tony Dozen shows his face up again. But no, that's never. That's, that's never. Yeah, that's true. And that's so, not being allowed. Okay, so you'll, so you'll the interim. Um, Dom, go get I'll the gear. Be, I'll be the acting head of sport if you can get the Why gear off Tony. Why are we all be the... Okay, done deal. <laughs> get the gear and it, when, when it's in my car, I'll take over. Door. Yep, um, go for it. All right, well, let's just talk about it as the show, as the time ticks away. First off, the Broncos. Well, that's not much so the new signings, Dale Copley coming across from the Titans. They've got John Asiata, decent signing coming from the Cowboys. Um, David Mead coming back from Catalans. Losses. Where do I start? Boyd, Gillette, Fafida. 
O'Sullivan, Bird, McCulloch, Offengawe, Hopawade, Kahu. Um, yeah, it, it's a team that... What happened to Gillette? Did he retire? In yes, the end? Yeah, 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 Gillette he, retired. He, he yeah. Med- he's medically retired. Yeah. So a team that has that same familiar... He was never but, the same after his injury. He was a old poor man. No, no, he was like, arguably the most underrated back row in the game until yeah. he, until his injury. He was so good. He made Jonathan Thursden look so good. For, Just running he, off him beyond yeah. his age, beyond his mm. years in that state of origin defensively for a mm. long time. When he came True. back that one game, New South Wales couldn't get through. No, definitely not. But um, I think Broncos. There's only one man that can save him, and he wears the number nine jersey. I don't think I need to mention all. They, they have mentioned that they, they are throwing all their eggs into the uh, Cam Smith uh, basket. If I was Cameron Smith, Grandpa, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. But Why? It, it, Why would uh, you ruin your career by going and doing one payday up in Brisbane where you're going to be not in the finals? Well, you maybe don't have the, to missus, not, I don't the missus wants another ring. I don't know. Cameron's, oh, Cameron Smith <laughs> cannot win a title with the Broncos. No, he can't. But unfortunately... He's in the position where he doesn't need the Broncos, but the Broncos need him. And I've said it many a time. He is the one man that can fix the massive culture problem, even just as a Band-Aid, he's also, a quick fix. He's also now, unfortunately, the only place he can go because um, of the the Titans being under a little bit of investigation for a bit of salary cap. It's ten grand. Yeah, but it's, you know... Take it out of Shane's pay for, as interim head of sports. <laughs> Gold Coast Titan, you're paying, paying you 10 grand to be interested in the first sport. I will be the acting head of sport, thank you very much. Um, yeah, look, for me, they're, they're very much going to struggle. I think Tom Dearden's got a world of pressure on his shoulders to, to try and be this, the, the fulcrum because Anthony Milford's going to be under a lot of pressure. I think Tur- Jake Turpin at nine will be okay for them. Obviously, they have... Um, oh, God, his name escaped me... The forward, um, why is his name? Matt Lodge. Payne Haas. Oh, Payne Haas. That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> Matt Lodge, again, is still a decent forward, ill-disciplined at times and uh, both on and off the field, but a decent forward in his own right. So they've got those two, you know, and a, some other guys come off the bench like Tommy Flegler and Patrick Carrigan will be all right, but they're, they're lacking players in the, in the, in the, in the second row. Uh, they've got no fullback, barely any talent out wide. Xavier Coates probably the only one who's probably a raw talent um, uh, who can win him games uh, with, his, with his athletic ability. Finishing I think... position, last. I think we're all in agreement with that. Next off, um, you'll be watching them in uh, round one, the Canberra Raiders. A couple of signings for them. Harry Rushton coming from Wigan, another Pommy signing. Ryan James from the Titans. He'll bolster their forward pack. Uh, Caleb Aikens from the Panthers. Albert Hopawane coming down mm. from the Seagulls as well. Losses, uh, Michael Oldfield to the Eels. Uh, Bateman's gone back to England. Kotrick to the Bulldogs. Bateman, uh, Luke Bateman has retired. And uh, that's probably the only ones of note. So Canberra, probably they hope that they, they, they're going to continue that form that they've shown where they've sort of in that premiership window, they're just trying to manage that as best as they can, but you really think that this is sort of the last year that they're really in contention. They need to make the most of this squad that they've got together. And they do. I think that they've got themselves a really... They're pretty set up for a few more years uh, being a consistent finals team, but this premiership window mm, is... Premiership is, window, yeah. ..is fast approaching uh, the door I mean fast approaching in, in terms of the way that those doors are going to be shut on them uh, before they know it I think a big 
tick for them this season or a big thing for them this season is how they go about trying to survive about John Bateman. When he was away at the start of last year with a bit of the contract disputes and an injury, they weren't very good. They weren't that grand final team um, Mm. that we saw the year prior. But when he came back fully fit and had, had, and his had, you know his, all that contract stuff had been signed off and the, and it was done he made a world of difference to that team they were they were again back to their very best Josh and, Hodgson is the is their key and in anything I actually think they could have gotten to the finals uh, grand final again last year had it not been for the fact that they had to play the roosters in the grand as a grand final rematch that game killed them and then when they went and played Melbourne they just didn't have the energy to to do it again. They had the hangover from yeah. that last if game. They had, mm-hmm. If they had found themselves another draw and they managed to avoid that emotional rematch with the Roosters, and mm. considering how close it was, I think it was only a try in it again, um, I think they might have had a chance of going a bit further. Um, so where do they finish this year? Look, I've got them inside the top eight. I don't have them as top four. I think they're a top four side right now um, with no John Bateman. I, and I really think over time, I think the Canberra faithful shouldn't never underappreciate how good the combination of Joey Leilu and Jordan Rapana was for those two years. Mm. They haven't really been able to re- replicate that threat that those two had for those seasons that they were together. They were unplayable back then, and they haven't really replaced that. They've lost, they've lost the likes of um, Nick Kotrick, who they replaced with Curtis Scott, who hasn't really been the same player um, you know, and then they've got guys on the win. Like Jordan Rapata came back; he hasn't been the same player. Obviously, they brought in Chance Nickel Clockstad, who's been uh, an absolute revelation mm. uh, in the number one jersey for them. But they don't, I think, have as much. They don't have as many star weapons as they did a couple of years ago. They've still got White, and they've still got Nickel Clockstad. They've still got George Williams. They've still got Josh Hudgens. They've still got that amazing spine there, along with Josh Papali. But then they've got those other players in other positions that aren't quite the same kind of power that they had a couple of seasons ago. So that's why I haven't got them in the top four. But they're definitely in the top eight. I yeah. think anything other yeah. than top eight, Ricky Stewart will, will, will have some questions uh, to be answered for. No, yeah. I agree. Bottom, yeah. bottom half, top eight. Sorry, I totally I wobbled so. on there. <laughs> you did, seeing we've still got like about 14 more teams to go. Oh, we'll be fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, next off, the Bulldogs. We know that they've got the checkbook to open and, boy... Kyle Flanagan in from the Roosters, Hetherington from the Panthers, Corey Waddell from the Seagulls, Kotrick from the Raiders, Corey Allen from the Rabbitohs, huge signings there. Um, losses, foreign to the Seagulls, Montoya, Remus Smith, Tolman, Jack Cogger, Kerrit Holland all out. Shane, um, first year for Trent Barrett. It's going to be interesting to see. A lot of people were waiting until they had finally had their salary cap back in order. This is the year. They haven't been able to sign a lot, a lot of uh, big talent in the open market. I still feel there's a couple of hard years to go for the Bulldogs. I've got to agree there, Mizzy. You've probably got at least another 12 months, but Trent Barrett's been able to pick this team, and it is his team. He's not picking up a team that was owned by Dean Pay and then Steve Georgialis, like it was last year. He was able to hire and fire who he wanted, including all the all of Steve Georgialis and Dean Pay's behind-the-scenes stuff. They were all given the see you later, thanks for coming, but don't need you next year. And he's brought in all his own crew from Penrith with a couple of the Seagulls staff as well. So he's putting his foot down saying, this is my team, I'm running it my way. I reckon they're going to finish probably 
just outside the eight. I can see them from the, the trial that they had. I believe it was a 12-all draw. Wasn't a real lot there on show, obviously, only playing a few of their, their fringe first-grade players, but I'm expecting them to turn out for a decent hit-out next Friday night against the against Newcastle in that early game up, up in Newcastle. But then again, the Bulldogs, we always know it's a family club and they will try and rebuild that family instinct inside it. I think they're going to do well, but they're still going to miss out. Get a couple of key injuries and you're going to see them dropping from that 9th, 10th spot back down to that 14th and 15th and join the Broncos at the early, early end of season parties once finals get around. Agreed. Not in the finals. Yeah, they'll they'll be they won't be last, obviously, but maybe tenth or eleventh. Um, we'll keep cracking on, or else top thirty with Maddie won't be starting till eight thirty. Uh, next up, the, the the Sharks in for twenty twenty one. Aiden Tolman um, outs Cameron King, Bakuya, um, Scott Sorensen, Bronson Goodwin. Um, not a lot of changes for them. John Morris has got a big task on his hands if he's going to keep them in finals contention. Talk of talk of bringing Bellamy there as a coaching director when he finishes at Melbourne as well. So lots of pressure on the Sharks this year. You'd have to think that Morris needs to make finals in order to keep his job. Time is of the, uh, the, is the number one en- enemy on the show right now, so I'm just going to have to run through these pretty quickly now. I'm going to say uh, missing the eight finally this year, the Sharks. They've snuck in, not in the eighth spot back-to-back. Uh, seasons, but I think now that uh, the time has probably come for them to fall a little bit short. I think John Morris is a good coach, and I think he's just been dealt a short straw with a squad that's ageing, and he's tried to replicate it, and for some reason the Sharks recruitment just love signing players who were good in, like, 2014, so um, I don't see where, uh, how they're going to how they're going to win a, a, a premiership, and I don't think they're going to get to the finals either. Only good thing the crowd did this year was actually spon- finding a major sponsor in Aramex, which for all you courier people, used to be called Fastway Couriers, so they've come on board for a three-year deal, $1.8 million for a three-year deal. Apart from that, they're going to be finishing between 9 and 12. Uh, next off, the Titans. Um, we know there's some of their big in, Herman SASA, Tino, uh, Foa Masuli, uh, David Fafida, Patrick Herbert, Sam McIntyre, Inns, um, Outs, Bryce Cartwright, Ryan James, Young Tonomapia, Dale Copley, uh, Nathan Peets and Tyron Roberts being released. I think this is where everybody's expecting more out of them. That We saw the resurgence of them in the second half of um, 2020. Can they continue on? I think they'll just make the eight. I think they'll just miss it. I think they're going to fall just a little bit short. And that's only because I think they've got, they've still, they bought in a lot of players. And I think the spine is still a little bit eh, aside from AJ Brimson. So I think that they, they, they still make, they might just miss it. Uh, only just, and um, they'll be like the, they'll be like ninth, or they might just scrape in. But I have them just missing it. They need to make sure they don't do a Newcastle and get arrogant and think that they deserve this uh, top eight position because it's been so long since they've been in it. Um, kind of like the Knights have had the last few seasons. So they need to avoid that. But I still have them just missing it for this season, and then next year after, I think they'll be a powerhouse. Got to agree. David Fafita needs to have one of these breakout seasons that. We've seen him have at the Broncos, hence why he got signed by the, by the Gold Coast. He needs to play really well. You can see AJ Brimson having a breakout season, will do really well. Get pretty close to fullback of the year, obviously, apart from Tedesco and Roger Tulabas-Sashek. I've got them in about 10th or 11th. They'll just miss out. 
but it will only be because of injuries because their forward pack is good starting, but their backup forwards aren't as strong at that same level. So they'll just miss out, but I agree with you. Next year, 2022, will be the season they make finals. Well, next up, we've got the Manly Seagulls. I'm sure Shane could talk about for 45 minutes, but if he does, it will turn his mic off. <laughs> um, new signings for them, Andrew Davey coming from the Eels, Kieran Foran coming back, um, Jason Saab, Josh Alloy outs, big outs, Joel Thompson and Adam Vanua-Blake, uh, Danny Levi also leaving the club. Going to be interesting them. No uh, Tommy Travojevic at the beginning of the year, no recognised hooker as well. Um, until they can fix those two positions, they're not making finals. No, they're not making finals. Um, I know we also are to try matches, blah, 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 but I think that uh, the big loss to West Tigers that they had the other day showed that they don't have the depth. So with a player like Turbo, Daily Cherry Evans, Kieran Foran, who is almost certain to go down injured at some point, if those guys go down, they just don't have the, the, the cattle to, to replace them. Yeah, well... The one problem that I see from, from the Seagulls' point of view is you have Brendan Elliott in the club who was a more than decent backup fullback to cover for Travojevic if he was there. He's no longer with the club as well. He wasn't re-signed. It looks like you may be seeing Christian Tuapalotto coming in who's one of the signings from the Roosters. He may slot in at fullback or you might even have to go for someone like Jade Anderson who's signed predominantly to the Blacktown Workers Seagulls for New South Wales Cup coming in as a fullback but Probably 10 to 12. Um, next off, we go to the to the Storm. I think all you can say is the Storm, how are they going to go without Cam Smith? Well, I think they're going to do all right. Uh, you know, they lost um, Harry Grant in the in the preseason. He's going to be out for a month at least, uh, which is a big loss for them. But Brandon Smith is, is, is fantastic. And I think that in some ways, um, with Harry Grant going down, it's uh, almost a, a, lining, a good lining in the sand for the Storm because it means that they can somehow try and persuade Brandon Smith to maybe stay there and be there kind of like maybe lock forward reserve hooker in case that ever happens so give him some more time to kind of think about what he's going to do although he has said that he's, he is shopping himself around they're in top four absolutely yep agreed top four I think we're all in agreement with that um, last but not least before we take a break the Knights Tyson Frizzell they're big in but uh, they're still going to be in that tipping point do they make finals? Do they make, do they not make finals? They need to keep their spine on the field. If they do, I think they can just scrape in. If they don't and they're having to use their second-string players, they'll miss. Grizzell's a massive in. Um, they need a bigger year from Ponga. They're six and nine. Oh, it's not so minor. They keep Jaden. They keep Jaden Braley fit this year. Yeah. Um, that will be an absolute shout. Um, he was really good he went, for that one game he played and then he went down the second game and then they were, they were, they were rubbish after that. I think that they're missing it, though. I think the drama surrounding Mitchell Pearce is going to affect them more than what uh, mm. is being led on. Um, there's disharmony in that squad with someone like Pearce in there. It's just a, it's just a toxic... Uh, he's not a toxic personality. I don't say anything bad about him, but wherever he goes, drama follows. And uh, a, a family club like the Knights, based out of Hunter, which is not near the city, was the whole reason why they moved the likes of Pearce out there to get and Clemmer the same, to get them out of the city, to get them out of the limelight and away from all the for all the clubs and all the razzle-dazzle of, of, of Sydney City, right? And it just he just brought it with him, it looks like, to, to, to Newcastle. And uh, until they fix that, they're never going to be a, a premiership team. Uh, I have them missing it again. No, they won't, won't make the finals. It's how Mitchell Pearce's teammates choose to accept Mitchell Pearce. For all the rubbish that he's done over the texting scandal, if, the, if his teammates don't trust him, 
they won't go anywhere. If they have trust in him being able to lead that side around, they'll do okay. They'll still miss finals, but I've got a feeling you'll be seeing them in the bottom four between 13 and 13th or 14th. On the bench, it's time to talk all things rugby league. Are you ready for the fastest NRL <laughs> review of all time? Well, here it is. Shotgun analysis of the 2021 Premiership. You heard the first eight teams. We waffled with that. Well, guess what? It is going to be a lightning round review for the next eight teams over these next two minutes because um, we have got ourselves You're waffling again, a Dom. lot of bit of time. I was just waiting for Shane to get back because I wanted to hear his, his fast analysis. Mizzy, stop well, holding up. Next worst. team. Next he's team. Worst next team. Analysis. We're running out of time. No. <laughs> We've got the Cowboys. No begins for them. Um, they're not making the finals. They're not making Until finals. Until they change Jason Tamalalo <laughs> into the back row, they're never making the finals again. Until mm. they get that into their thick skulls, it's never happening. Agreed. Well, next up, the Eels. Let's not go too fast. <laughs> <laughs> We've still got to fill the show. We, we can't finish five minutes early. Uh, Maddie's not ready. Um, yeah, the Eels, again, no, no begins. You could maybe consider Bryce Cartwright in, but he's already <laughs> injured. Um, no huge outs. Again... They'll be there or thereabouts. I think they will make finals, but 7th, 8th, maybe 6th if they're lucky, but um, they won't be challenging for the Premiership. I've got them in at 5th. I don't think they're top four. It's a big year for Mitchell Moses this year, We know, as we know. It's a lot of criticisms on him. Um, you know, they Blake Ferguson's only got one year left as well. Um, they weren't as good as they were the year prior last season. I have them in the, definitely in the top eight, round 5th, pushing top four, but maybe not mm. quite there, I don't think. Uh, 7th or 8th. Uh, next off, we go to the Panthers. They're just bolstering up their stocks. Robert Jennings, Matt Eisenhuth, Paul Momorowski, Scott Sorensen coming in. They are having a bit of a clean-out, but that's mainly of their um, sort of older-slash-lower-grade players, um, Josh Mansell, Dean Vare, and the likes. Um, they're still the key players are there in the key positions. Um, top four. Top two. Yeah, I have them in the it, yeah, top four, definitely top two. Uh, next off, St George, Illawarra. Um, a couple of ins for them. Andrew McCulloch, Jack Bird from the Broncos, Daniel Alvaro from the Eels. Losses, well, it's been a clean out. Um, new coach uh, in Anthony Griffin. He's obviously got the team he wants. I think it's probably complete opposite from what the fans want for this uh, Dragon side. Um, I'm tipping they're going to miss the finals. They'll definitely miss the finals. The question is, is whether or not they're going to be worse than Brisbane. Um, I don't think that bad. I think they'll be a little bit better, but not much better. They're 15. Daniel Alvaro is the only person that's a decent signing coming in. Jack Bird, injured already. He's terrible. Anthony Griffin. <laughs> Anthony Griffin, sorry, he should not be coaching in a first-grade side because everywhere he's been since he left Penrith has fallen into a heap. has been absolute shambles. his first job since Penrith? Yes, no. it is. Since since um, okay, Phil, Uncle Phil give, yeah. gave him the, the boot. And he was a bit unlucky that year. They were in fourth. <laughs> yeah, they are in yeah. fourth and they still got rid of him. But uh, maybe uh, he's just showing why because he's been given the reins at the Dragons. And <laughs> when, Bris <laughs> when Brisbane and St George play each other, the winner of those two games head-to-head, -head, that will be the per that will be the winner to decide who gets last and who doesn't get last. <laughs> we'll move on to uh, Dom's team, the Rabbitohs. Um, some interesting um, signings there. Uh, Jai Arrow, uh, Jacob Host, Josh Mansour, and even Benji Marshall bringing up his old coach in Wayne Bennett to get a um, contract for 2021. No huge losses for them. Um, 
well, maybe Joseph Suley. We'll maybe talk a little bit about him with the Roosters next up. But uh, I think with South again, they've got a they've got a good spine. That's going to help them. They've got some uh, talent in the outside backs. They've got a bit of go forward. Um, top four, if not fifth. Mm. They're definitely top four for mind. I think what they've done um, over the course of the last couple of years is um, they were probably a bit light on the forward pack ever since the Burgess brothers uh, uh, sort of deteriorated, apart from obviously Thomas Burgess, who is still their number one man there in the front row. But they've brought in the likes of Jai Arrow Jr. Toll is becoming one of the... Uh, predominant and, and, and prominent forwards, I should say, at the game um, over the course of the last couple of seasons. So they've they've brought in some they've brought in some pack size, which they probably lacked uh, in the last couple of seasons. Even the year when Seabold was coaching. Um, so I've and then the back line it, it's probably on paper the best back line in the competition. You know, Latrell at fullback. You've got likes of Alex Johnson, Dane Gagai. They've got Josh Mansour as a as a backup. You've got. Um, Tao Tao Mogo and, and, and Campbell Graham in the centres uh, and then you've got obviously Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker at five and six with Benji Marshall potentially to replace them if one of them goes down um, I don't think that they can be I think anything other than uh, a top four finish would be a disgraceful result for the last year of Bennett's contract at Souths um, they're definitely top four without a doubt Only way that South Sydney not finish top four is if you lose Reynolds or Cody Walker for an extended period. So we're talking four or five week minimum being out. I still think they, they need to be they, they need to be together for ninety five percent of the season for South to do well. You saw the few games where one was in and one was out. They were a little bit iffy. They would drop a couple of games. They scraped into into the top four and all of that for the season just gone. You keep them together. They'll go through and they'll finish in third, just behind. Just behind I Melbourne. Know. I think even with Benji Marshall, I think if they lost Cody Walker, it would be a much bigger loss than if they lost Reynolds because if they lose Cody Walker, then they lose that real creative spark, which Benji, unfortunately, does, he does still have it, but as we saw in the last couple of years of the Tigers, he morphed more into kind of that game manager, which mm. he probably should have been back when he was playing in his prime. If they lose Reynolds and they bring in Benji, well, that's just a like-for-like replacement, mm. really. So top four. Yeah, next off the Roosters, I think we can all agree top four. Probably only two question marks. Yeah. Who's going to wear that number six with Kiri now in the number seven? And Boyd Cordner, I think he'll be at least missing from that first half of the year. What impact will he have not being on the field for an extended period of time? To be honest, I don't think Boyd Cordner plays again. They're yeah. seriously, seriously contemplating getting him medically retired from the repeated concussions that he got. He's still struggling now after the concussion in... Origin one, and you're talking now six months onwards, and he's still having issues from it. I know Boyd Cordner; he's a great bloke, great football player, gives anything. But if he's still feeling getting these nauseous attacks and headaches and all that, best thing I think for the club would be is to have him medically retired, but move him into some sort of a coaching role or. A, managing role where he can mentor the younger players coming through. If that's the case, Roosters go from being a top four to a five to eight, but if he's somehow able to get back on, they're definitely a top four. At six, it could be anyone, honestly. I think it'll be Lamb to start. Mm. I think he'll get his chance. Um, Drew Hutchinson, I think, I mean, if, since they've got those other guys there, you, you'd really be wanting to play the youth. Um, and I think if he doesn't perform, then Sam Walker goes in. But... 
And then if Sam Morgan doesn't go in, then I think maybe they'll throw it to Drew Hutchinson like they did the last couple of seasons. They do wrap up my top four. I think they are fourth. I think them and Parramatta are going to be really competing for it this year, um, that final spot. My top three would be Penrith, Melbourne, Souths. But I think then the fourth one is up for debate. I'm going with the Roosters at the start of the season because we know how much Parramatta like to kind of choke around the back half <laughs> of the season. So um, we'll go with the Roosters, and considering how well they finish seasons and they've got the likes of James Tesco in there and their back line with the Morris brothers who have been who are just ageless so I'm going to go with fourth but um, tight one there uh, Next off the Warriors um, obviously back in Australia again um, for 2021 bit of bit of movement um, ins and outs for them um, Kane Evans, um, Fanua Blake uh, Ewan Aiken uh, coming into the team I think seventh or eighth, they, mm. they do have the ability there, particularly if they can find the same sort of uh, spark that they did uh, being over over this side of the uh, ditch that they had in 2020. I've got them in. I've mm. got them in the eighth this year. I think they're gonna. I think with two of Archer's checks last season, the Warriors. I think they're gonna really want to to prove a point. Um, they've got Nathan Brown in there as a coach who, I think. You know, is a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent coach. I would have been happier getting him than Anthony Griffin. Right. I can tell you, you that. Know, exactly <laughs> right. they've, had Phil, they've had Phil Gould in there doing all the reviews. I think they're in for a good year, the Warriors. And you know, Adam Fanua Blake brings in that that real good forward X factor, which they probably lacked a little bit last season. So I, I, I've got them in the eight. The big thing will be whether or not um, we they can keep the guys like Chanel Tavita Harris and, and Nick Arima firing at all cylinders all year because those guys can be a bit hot and cold. Warriors getting the, the increases in the four-pack, like you said, with Adam Fanua Blake. Being over here, having their family here from day dot is going to help them. If they get a chance to get back to playing at Mount Smart Stadium, which is a place that no one ever wants to go to, if they can be back there, say, mid-season, that's going to make them even hard to be beaten. I'm going to have them in at seventh at the moment. But as you said, you've got to be able to keep them... You've got to keep your halves and that focused to try and win games. If they start falling away, the team will start dropping and they'll drop very quickly. RTS last season, he will have a huge season. He'll want to show why the All Blacks have signed him up. Last but certainly not least, uh, your West Tigers, Dom, <laughs> out to Concord. Ninth. No. You stole my thunder. He was going to. Well, he was yeah, going. <laughs> so a few wins. Dane Laurie, um, James Tamo, big one, main captain, mm. Roberts. Um, Joe Offenhand Gowie coming in, but as Shane said, ninth. Nah, they're in the eight this ninth. year. They're in the eight this year. Look, it's a tough one. I think the Tigers, they, they recruited really well this year. I think James Roberts, if he can stay fit and, and mentally well, is a really big in for the Tigers. Um, and if, again, Joey Lelua, if he can get back to his shape, we've already said that he's dropped 10 kilos and he's come out and said he's going to have a much bigger year than he had last year. Um, if, you, if you can get those two firing at their best, the Tigers, on paper, technically have one of the best centre pairings in the game because the they are they are pure talents. But it's that inconsistency that drives people crazy. Um, they've brought in guys like Often Gary and Talmo, who will probably lead the line. That's a much more solid forward pack than they've had in many years. The question marks remain over, and I think Dane Laurie will be a great fullback. The question mark, the biggest question mark, will be on the nine, six, seven positions. Can Luke Brooks finally own this team? No. Will Adam Dewey be able to? be the decent 5'8 that people no, think he no. can be? And can Jacob Little be no. the fit who I don't think? <laughs> I think they will eventually replace him with Simpkin, um, who will come in and play the nine, and, and they'll try and groom him as the next kind of Harry Grant 
as in that position. So there's big question marks over that. But I think in many years, I think the uh, like last year's the West Tigers actually finally have strength away from their their core spine. So I think that might allow them to pl- like be better players because they've got better players around them. So I've got them in the eight. Can't not have them in the eight, I'm a team. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't have my team in the eight. So we, oh, we, I wouldn't do that with Manly. <laughs> for the last five years, West have been... the outro, let's go home. <laughs> West have been ninth for the last five years. I'll stay ninth and it will always be ninth. All righty, that's all we've got time here for on the bench. Shane, I want to thank you for joining us again. been a pleasure uh, having your analyst here on another Friday Mate, night. No problem. Let's do it again next week. Mizzy. Mate, as always, it's a pleasure talking sport. I'm sure you'll hear more of you over the course of the next few weeks with splinters and various different outside broadcasts coming up. Yeah, and 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 as the interim and, 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 and handing over interim head of sports <laughs> to Shane. Sport. Yes, but um, I'll see you next. It's week. time to get out of here. My name is Don Rizzuto. Until next time, stay sharp and play pretty. Good night. Thank you for joining us on the bench. Join us again on the bench next Friday night at six for your Friday night fix of sport on Triple H 100.1 FM. You're listening to 2 Triple H 100.1 FM. If you like what you're hearing, become involved. You can join our team. Membership is...